Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. That was gnarly. <laughs> and we are back again. This is This Was Red Podcast, the podcast where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s to see if they hold up because it was red. Is it still red? I am Paul. I am Greg. And this week, you know what? Uh, normally we start out with some sort of like, you know, uh, hey, how's everything going? Uh, I was going to bring up uh, uh, Magikarp Jump. Uh, I'm really into that game. Wasn't sure if you're still playing. Uh, no, I'm not. To answer your question, I haven't touched <laughs> it in a long time. I, I, I'm going for the gold, man. I can't stop. Nice. Uh, but instead, I want to get into Iron Eagle, uh, like, almost immediately. And I'll tell you why. Because I want to see if, if you agree, we're only going to review the first 35 minutes and last 35 minutes. Oh, <laughs> if you took out the repeated shot of a machine gun on a plane... <laughs> And the flying scenes, this movie is only 60 minutes long. Hold on. Hold on. That's not true. I can trim another 12 minutes, get rid of all the stupid heart-to-heart that Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, and the kid have. A lot of that, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm down. Let's let's get right into this, and let's just... Greg. Yeah, go ahead. What do you want to know? Was this film rad? I remember this film being rad. It had a ton of sequels. I remember seeing it on TV once maybe i don't i don't remember it being a constant presence but i mean you know i remember it being sort of uh the in the pro military 80s films that that, that we had kind of i think top gun kind of kicked it off where you had the and and the rambo sequels were were just these real pro american like we're just going to go in and mow everyone down and not care about life or war crimes or atrocities against non-combatants. We're just going in and uh, it's America. And <laughs> yep. We're going to just get whatever we want and leave. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, we were all about that in the 80s. We loved it and couldn't get enough of it in the 80s. Okay, so... I'm completely with you. That this is what I remember about this movie is that um, obviously now I compared it to Top Gun at the end of the last episode. I looked up dates. This predates Top Gun by five months. What? January seventeenth. What? January seventeenth, nineteen eighty six. Iron you Eagle. Missed the boat. <laughs> Need for Speed. You just you stole it I all from this like, film. Because uh, I'm watching this movie, I'm like. They're not even using the F-14 Tomcat, which is like, that's the plane that's of the, the nine, of the 80s. They're using the the more the advanced. Uh, no, they use, they're flying F-16s. Oh. Uh, oh MiGs right. are actually Russian. Oh, built. they're the Russian things? Yeah. Uh, in this case, uh, Saudi America. <laughs> this whatever, may not Iran. surprise anyone. <laughs> I've never been in the armed services. <laughs> so uh, my grandfather was, uh, so I, I, I've kind of tried to pick up some stuff but this movie had the f-16 which is it's more advanced but looks crappy it just it's a it's a solid wing it's it's not a um collapsible wing like the tomcat um it doesn't look as cool doesn't go as fast and it's just not as awesome it's not as rad um but as far as this movie goes i do remember this being a big movie like you know especially and we're gonna get into it just the, the kid aspect, you know, kids being able to be a part of this, flying in one of these planes, going to another country, saving their dad. Like, that's huge in this particular movie. Um, but as far as, like, me remembering anything about this movie, I, I kind of remember some of the dog fights. I kind of remember, like, um, the prep scene um, where they're kind of collecting all the stuff again because that kind of falls into that, um, uh, the, uh, the other movie that we watched already, the... Um, with uh, Val Kilmer, man, I am terrible at names. Uh, top Top Gun, Val Kilmer was in Top Gun. Was no, <laughs> no, no, the the one, the Top Secret movie. Yeah, Top. We didn't watch Top. No, Secret, oh, I know. Though. What was the name of the stupid? Real Genius? Real Genius. Yes. Oh, where they kind of like go through the computers. Uh, anyway, it's very late. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. The late I schedule agree. is really starting to eat away at my it's brain. It's getting to you. <laughs> that could be good radio. We'll find out. Uh, but yes, I mean, it was definitely a rad movie uh, in the 80s. Just because, again, you're absolutely right. It hit all of those points for Americana and combat and you know kicking uh, foreign people's asses uh, for no apparent reason. Um, I, I, cor- agree, disagree. Winking will be a prevalent part of this particular oh my episode. God. It's another movie where we're at war with a nondescript Middle East country. There were so many of them oh. in the 80s. Oh, wait till we, we get to the Rambos. so at war with non-existent Middle East countries. Wow. Well, <laughs> um, I, I just want to say we, we, uh, we occasionally do games here. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Uh, we don't plan them. We probably should. Uh, would you like to guess, Paul, what this film made opening weekend? I will give you a couple of clues. It was number one at the box office. Uh-huh. It, so it's 1986, came out January 17th, 1986. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would you like to guess what its opening weekend was? Now, normally I would give a joke answer, but I okay. think my real answer is going to be as funny um, because it's January 17th. Not a yep. Not a summer blockbuster kind of time frame like good old Top Gun did. Uh, so I'm going to guess somewhere in the $15 million range. Okay. The, nope. It, and, and I will say you're, you're just, you're off because of inflation. Uh, this, this was number one that weekend at 6 million. St- wow. Really? Even yeah, with inflation, I thought 15 would have been pretty close. No, no and I'm, I'm looking. That was like a really good weekend. Wow. In, in 86, 6 million was a great weekend. What did Jaws um, make? Like four? <laughs> would you like to know what the second film, what what it beat at the box office? The movie or the amount? No, what, yeah, what what movie did it beat? Oh, oh God. Uh, Meatballs 2. Ah. The Color Purple. Oh. <laughs> a movie we will not be doing. America said... Planes. <laughs> Terrible. Well, don't worry. I can't imagine the second week was a was a blockbuster weekend because Oprah planes. Settle Oprah down, Letter. Planes. Settle down, Letterman. Planes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Uma. Oprah. Oh God. Uh, over overall, uh, Iron Eagle pulled in twenty four million, which was deemed enough of a success I, to get uh, four. Total films in the franchise, Fours, I think. Four sequels. I think Lewis Gossett was in two. Uh, he was least, definitely in two. I think he was even in three. He might have been. I don't know if the kid was. But, yeah. I, I, so, actually, I was wondering, and I know this is usually an end of, and hopefully you have this, I would like to know the body count. Oh, boy. Because we'll I promise you, whatever they got is grossly under what the actual body count should be. Um, but we'll... We'll get to the end for that one. Um, Instead, why don't we go ahead and kick this off, get into Iron Eagle. It makes any difference. Look, look, look. I've already missed my simulated time. I'm not going to miss my flight time. I gotta go. Well, let me go with you. I've been up a bunch of times with Dad. Hey. Come on, at least let me show you what I can do. I am talking about it. I'm going. You know he ain't got a chance. But you don't give a shit enough to help him. You're no different than anyone else. You really believe that nonsense you're saying? Look at me when I talk to you! Look, let, let me clue you in something right now. I've given this country 22 damn fucking years of my life. 22 years. I've seen young boys blown out of the air over the Pacific. I've seen the guts sprawled all over the rice paddies of Vietnam. So every time somebody dies for this country, believe me, boy, I give a shit! <laughs> And the movie starts out with clouds and music. Uh, let me tell you, I don't believe <laughs> I have ever seen the first 30 or 40 minutes of this movie. Oh, really? Because I swear, like, it... Okay, this this is what I thought the timeline of events was. Kid is like... Like, you're introduced to the kid with some, like, scene about mm-hmm. him being, like, a punk kid or whatever. And then almost immediately his dad gets captured. And then the next thing is like him and his buddies launching into save dad mode. Oh. I thought that was like, I thought that's, and it is, that doesn't happen for like 
35 minutes. No, it doesn't. No, I, I constantly was looking at the time like, oh, God, so much, so much to go. Yeah. So it starts out with um, two American pilots or, or yeah, two, two American planes are flying. Um, you don't really get where they're flying other than it's some Middle Eastern area. Um, uh, three MiGs come at them. Uh, MiGs are, they're actually Russian-built planes. Uh, they were pretty much sold, especially like Afghanistan and a lot of the Middle Eastern countries ended up flying them as well because they bought them from the Russians uh, since Americans wouldn't sell their planes. And they get attacked. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd like to remind our, our viewers there was a film called Rambo 3 where the good guys were the Taliban. <laughs> so... Uh, the, the, the sort of bizarre trifecta of the Middle East, Russia, and America was always in flux in the 80s. Well, and at this point, the Middle East apparently was worse than the Russians. Well, so. if, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you gotta, the, the friend, the enemy of my enemy is my friend in that case, right? And that's kind of what we do as America, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're flying around. Uh, they take out a couple of the planes. One of the planes takes them out. That's it. Uh, I, I again, I immediately was like, man, they're not even flying the F-14s. Like th- that. Ah, I bet they bring them in later on because those are really cool planes. And these are just the crappy planes. There's no way we're gonna stick with the F F-16. It's terrible, terrible plane. And, I was uh, wrong. <laughs> on the one day that they went to go shoot all those aerial scenes. They stuck with the three or four planes they were given, <laughs> and they clearly did not complain. No, they did not. Um, th- this is, this is you can really tell, good movies kind of get around this. You can clearly tell it's like, I'm acting, I'm acting, stock footage of planes flying. I'm acting, I'm acting. Something's blowing up that clearly was not filmed at remotely no, the same no, time. No, no, and no, it, There's a lot of it. So, like, with the... With the uh, the opening here, where we have the uh, the uh, the dogfight up in the sky, you can clearly tell it's like really crappily uh, like green screened people in a cockpit or or actual camera in cockpit because they have masks over the people's faces. You're, they're clearly not actors. And then you have a lot of footage that just gets used over and over and over again. Yeah, I mean. Certainly, I, I was going to say this for the end, but certainly, I, you know, we're saving... Top Gun is one of those movies that I want to make special. There has to be a reason why we're doing it. It can't just be another week. So we will eventually get to Top Gun. I, when when I, we get Tom Cruise to be yes, on the show. Uh, clearly. That's, with, with Val Kilmer. Yes. Obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Val's much healthier now, so I think we got a shot. And before I, it was out of the realm of possibility, he's gotten whatever... Uh, he whatever he wasn't sick with, he's gotten through. Um, so he's doing much better. Um, but I am very, very trepidatious of watching that movie now. Not for the acting. I know the acting is going to be top notch. The the planes and dogfights, I I am worried about now because uh, I don't remember how good or bad they are. So I uh, in in my mind they hold up. I, I'm very in my mind, curious. It's the, in my mind, it's I one know. of the most macho movies ever. Well, and, and, and I know, and we shouldn't be talking about Top Gun, I know they actually brought all the actors except Tim Robbins up in actual planes. Yes. For that movie. Yep, yep. They, that, because that, that was, that was a big, big thing. That was a, a real, like, filmmaker, like, kind of, like, achievement to, like, actually get people in the cockpit of these machines and actually have them up in the sky. That was a big, big deal. I believe Tom Cruise was, like, actually volunteered for it. Because he's a, he's a big adrenaline junkie, so oh yeah, big time. I mean, yeah. he he still is. I mean, he does yeah. great stunts. Hey, yeah, uh, looks good running. But so yeah, anyway, so, so uh, dad gets we, captured. We move on. We could just move on right to the kids. Um, and now here's the scene I totally forgot where he. So we meet we meet Doug. Yes, our our, our main Doug character. Masters. Yes, and uh, uh, it's it's his dad who was who was shot down. Yes, um, yep. and he. Uh, had applied to get into the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps. Now, I have no recollection of this. <laughs> okay. He shows up to, you know, the uh, burger joint, like all teenagers. Yeah. And um, he's been denied. 
he gets his letter. And wouldn't you know it, that bully who's always after him, who's always, you know, oh, Nacho. jerking his chain around. What? Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> That's what I called him. Yeah. Why not? And, uh, you know, he's, uh, what, what were they doing? Chasing his, his girlfriend as she drove I, I guess to that's the burger what, sh- yeah, stand? I guess that's what was going on. She shows up and she's in tears and she's like, oh, they, they were chasing me. And then he like, he gets angry and he runs over and his, his friends who are clearly not as capable as he is for a fight kind of hold him back. And I don't think that they're holding him back. I think they're just, they recognize a situation they can't win. Oh, that's that's that that's a total. They're holding him back, but like if they immediately let him go, he wouldn't fall forward. He'd just stay exactly where he is. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, it's like it's it's a theater. We're we're well aware. You're, you're fooling no one. And uh, oh, so, if they weren't holding me back, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> put him, you know, put him up, put him up. You know, the, the cowardly lion. <laughs> the cowardly lion. Put him up, put him up, put him up. It's that classic. You know, the dogs that bark the most are always behind the fences. Type <laughs> yeah, scenario. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when the when the fence opens up, the dog slowly closes it. Yeah, oh, that's no, his, just, that's yeah, his nope. friends. No, yeah. Excuses. We're just gonna. Yeah. We're gonna close this. Back. We're just gonna close it. Uh, so. So anyway, anyway, they ch- long story short, they they these these bullies, these 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 ruffians, yeah. they get the letter and they go over the PA and they're like, oh, "Doug Masters was not available to be in the Air Force Academy because he failed some class or whatever." Yeah, and then so now it's on, it's on. They have to race now. Well, they have to. Are they going to race cars, Paul? Are they going to Are they going to do you know what kids did in the fifties and race their hot rods? No, no. Clearly, uh, they're going to find uh, camels. Out in the California uh, Alta Vista area. Uh, Large camel population. Yep, yep. And they're going to race camels uh, down, I believe it was called the Snake. The Snake. Yes. Is that right? I f- no, you're no. You're giving me the no sign. <laughs> no, Paul. They decide to race a dirt bike. Yeah. And a plane. <laughs> yeah, I did that in Forza. It was amazing. <laughs> now, I don't know... How dumb this bully is, <laughs> but I don't think he understands how fast you have to go to break the gravitational hold that so, Earth has on planes. So tell me you looked up the top speed. I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> and this race, care of uh, now. Okay, we'll get to that. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I have a theory. I'm going to go back to it for now. Okay. He's racing. We're tabling it. Okay. The top speed, only because what we eventually find out is Nacho has one of his buddies loosen the oil cap on the Cessna plane that Doug is flying. Yeah, um, you know, some good-natured sabotage that <laughs> right. would kill at least the pilot and anyone he ran into. Right. So, so just like a little good-natured ribbing uh, on a death-defying race. Um, because of that, I suspect that is how the planes would be that close. The top speed for a Cessna is 242 kilometers per hour, 77 miles per hour. The top speed of a six stroke, uh, 250 CC dirt bike, which that appears to be. Yeah. That that looks about right. 65 miles per hour. Okay, that's significantly closer than I, I expected. I thought I, when I looked at something, I'm like, "There's no way a plane goes less than a hundred miles an hour." It's I, impossible. I the same thing. I expected like top speed four. <laughs> I, 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 like, I didn't so. think it'd be that fast, but I'm like, All right. there's no, there's no way it should be that. Even with the oil thing, there's no way it should be that close. And it was. I can't believe this film got a factual. <laughs> representation in the race i was flabbergasted it was a photo finish (laughs) so okay okay now going back i have a theory that would have changed this entire movie if it were true it's clearly not because we ended up watching another three and a half hours of iron eagle but when doug goes up to his cessna lewitt gossett jr is fiddling with his plane he says he's readjusting something so that when you take this banking turn in in the in the thing you know it is what it is Doug doesn't know who this man is. He's fiddling with his plane, and he knows why the previous guy, Benson, crashed racing Nacho on the oh, same thing. Oh, yeah. We, we we forgot to say <laughs> that the snake has literally killed people yes. in the past. Yes. So someone has died during this race. 
Lewis Gossett Jr. knows all about it. He walks away. Doug crashes. Lewis Gossett Jr., he's messing with planes and killing kids. <laughs> he's, he's a serial killer. <laughs> he's a serial killer. I <laughs> love that theory. I, was like, I love the theory that Lewis <laughs> Gossett Jr. couldn't handle the, the young wives lost in wartime. <laughs> Yes. And is now driven to kill by some voice he hears in his yeah. head. As, he's trying to he's trying to clean out the trash in the town. As, and it's all these young punks. As he says later, he goes, I've seen blood splattered splattered oh, across yeah. the, the rice paddies of Vietnam. I'm like, oh, oh, so so now you're murdering children. <laughs> That's what yeah. you're doing. That's right, yeah. Yes. I, I'm watching that scene, I'm like, he doesn't know who he is. Double check his work. He put gum in there. Like you don't I'm know what Doug Masters. Did. I'm too. I'm too busy. I gotta. I gotta beat the snake here. So, long story right, short. So anyway, he, be- he beats. He beats, he beats Nacho. It, honestly, it's a fun. I actually didn't hate this scene. It's a fun no, it's scene, not, but it's not bad. It doesn't help the movie though. It, it, other than showing his piloting skills, which it, they show again in over a, and the, over in again. The, uh, the simulation, like the simulation, the training, the bombing training. It's a fun scene, but it, I don't think it needs to be in this movie. I don't think it helps where you're trying to go for more of a. That's the thing. This scene, and then when the kids start helping the plot, and I know it's a little bit. That front of the movie, that first hour, almost feels like it's a kid's romp. Like, yes. kids, ha, we can do better than adults. And then you have this whole other super mature ending. And it, this scene, I, I keep talking about it. It's like two people wrote the movie and then slapped these scripts together, together. You know? Yep. So um, so anyway, uh, long story short with the next few scenes, basically uh, Doug realizes, Doug is told that his dad's been captured. And it's the classic bureaucratic government response of like, well, we're, we're trying to get him out via diplomacy. You know, we can't just invade because they'll declare war. You know, this is all a dog and pony show, and we know your dad didn't actually commit any crimes and all this stuff. So uh, the kid decides, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get my dad, but I'm going to need your help, Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so so we go through all that, right, and, and he goes up to Louis and uh, Lou Gossett there, and, and he's talking about how, like, I can do this. I have all the connections. And it's like, you're, you're kids. So I'm all about, like, I'm all about, like, kids befuddling adults. This is the United States Air Force. Oh, uh, by the way, a uh, piece of trivia, specifically on this part. The United States Air Force was going to support this movie just like they did Top Gun. Until? Until a group, <laughs> a group of 17-year-olds was able to infiltrate their computer systems and and technology, and they said there's no way we can condone that. Right. Yeah, of course. So even the the actual United States Air Force saw the farce in this. Um, I spent a lot of time slapping my face at how stupid every adult in this movie... So they start gathering all the materials. They're, they're gathering plans. They're getting satellite images. At one point, they set off fireworks that sound like gunshots in an Air Force base. How did nobody yep. end up dead? Good question. Great question. <laughs> I, I don't I, have an answer. Well, no, nothing. I mean, just... Well, um, I mean, I do I do kind of want to point out a few things. Uh, the, the, the sort of kid crew that we have here, the, I believe they call themselves the Eagles. The Eagles, yes, they are. Yes. I can only assume they're very big fans of Desperado. And so, uh, did you notice that we had... Um, we had uh, 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 this was Rad alums Jerry Levine as as part of the gang. He was the uh, best friend in, in uh, Team, Team Wolf. Wolf. Yes, I did recognize him. We also have uh, Larry B. Scott. You might remember him in Revenge, Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds. Yep, uh, which so. uh, made me remember. Oh, we should actually do that movie. So anyway, I just I I thought we had we had a couple of uh, classic uh, um, classic eighty bit actors. If I may, uh, a a. Brief, but a stunning uh, cameo by Shawnee Smith. Oh. Uh, who, uh, um, if you're kind of familiar with 90s TV, she was on a Ted Danson show uh, as a as a nurse for a little while. More 
for our more adult audience, you'll know her as Jigsaw's uh, girlfriend, accomplice, and eventual Jigsaw replacement in the Saw series. That's right. Um, That's right. Uh, but always attractive, uh, always stunning to watch, and a fine actress, if I may say so. I was kind of, I was kind of like when the kids start doing this. The only reaction I kind of liked was Lewis Gossett Jr.'s the first one when he's like, "Oh, I can get everything on the base," and he's like, "Are you kidding? I've seen planes blown out of the air. I've seen blood across the patties of Vietnam." And I was like, "Thank you. That's the rational decision." And and <laughs> I, I I agree like that that that. Louis Gossett Jr. is in a different movie. He's in, like, a real serious film that becomes this, like, cuckoo bananas power (laughs) fantasy. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, what what happens is you have a, a, a montage of kids whose parents work at the Air Force Base sort of outsmarting all the adults doing whatever it is that they need to do, be it get flight plans or set up um, Air Force um, uh, equipment and and book time in the planes. They just they do everything. Now it's crazy. It's not. And the thing is, though, it's not even that they do everything. It's that all of the adults in this movie are like they're not even like getting tricked. They're completely incompetent. Like the. Uh, one kid, his father works in in the intelligence division of this Air Force base. His secretary or whatever she is, she's a... I wouldn't trust her to be Mooney's uh, secretary Wait, back in Ferris Bueller. She's a oh, dummy. God, no. She's a complete dummy. Uh, oh, oh, look at that. The computer's on the fritz again. I don't know how computers work, so I'm going to go directly to the mainframe. What the hell does I that mean? How that's that's it's just. Oh, better go to the mainframe. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the main. What are you gonna do? Like go straight to the mainframe. What? Gotta go to the mainframe. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like take take the paper and like feed it into the tape deck. Like what is her plan when she gets to the mainframe d- that she I, can't do from that terminal? I can only assume she just complains to the people. <laughs> the mainframe. No, she takes the files with her. Work. She takes the files. She says, "I'm gonna be in the mainframe for a while." Do you do you think if they like ripped open the mainframe, they would just find files like floating <laughs> yes. slots? She just That's like what I mean. yes. <laughs> She's just sitting there one page at a time, putting them like between the yeah. stacks of servers. I'm putting the files <laughs> in the computer in the mainframe. It's fine. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Dottie. Um, what are you what are you doing with the uh, the I'm papers putting, there? I put, I put the files in the computer in the mainframe. It's fine. No, but um. The data entry terminal, I thought, was back in your office. Yeah, my data entry terminal is not working, so I put the files in the mainframe, and I'll access them later when I'm not huffing glue at my That's, desk. That, okay, we're going to have to address that. Um, but first, what do you... And then he just kind of looks back there and goes, oh, oh, oh dear God, Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just, there's just... Everything's just on fire. <laughs> yeah. Because heat sinks didn't exist no, in the 80s. Right. Everything's just on fire. <laughs> Oh, oh, Dottie. Oh, you. Oh, you rascal. You. Dottie. Um, you so crazy. And so... So, so yeah, they, Louis, Louis Gossett Jr. now is is helping the kids out. He's kind of the leader. And, and everyone's getting everything together. And they've decided that, you know, they're going to go get the dad from this place. And, and, and what... Again, did you catch the name of, of, of where they are? Because I did not. Again, uh, trivia. I, I just happened to be... Because I was looking for the body count, actually, and I saw some trivia I, I, on IMDb. I, okay, fine. Um, I'm, I'm going to tease it. Yeah. I've got a body count for you. Awesome. Uh, at, the end of the, the end. at the end of the episode, we'll go um, So they mention a couple cities like Libdan and Abdad or something like that, but they don't say the actual country. It's right. assumed it's either Afghanistan or Iran. Um, okay. Okay, that's fair. So, anyway, um, they go through... So, there's a whole well, bunch of what, scenes that go through... Um, well, I, hold on, because yeah. what, what what turns Lewis Gossett Jr. is the dad is set to be executed. Yes, yes. And that, suddenly, he's like, okay, we gotta move. We only have, like, four days. What an arbitrary time limit. But that's, <laughs> that's what they have. Yeah, so... Yeah, so Lewis Gossett turns around. Um, him and the kid have like this learning montage kind of deal. I really don't understand what Lewis Gossett Jr. teaching him 
throughout this montage other there's, than there's I like a... to shower with young children near me and then we go to uh, jazz Italian fusion clubs. I, I, there's <laughs> I, a lot of weird stuff going on here. Louis Gossett takes um, a turn for the weird at this point in the movie. And and I, I I will say I love the idea that he's murdered all these kids and this is like his crazy delusional life where he's he's helping That's, them all out. Doug never made that turn. The Cessna I, went into the cliff. But, but not only <laughs> I am that, totally he, with he monkeyed with all the other planes. So all the kids <laughs> they are all dead died. He crashed. It crashed like his, into Nacho. He's gone. Everyone's gone. I'm That's okay why, with that. Th- that, that's that's why the base is being operated by like a skeleton crew. Everyone's taking <laughs> right, like personal right. leave. There's no one around. So, so that's why he's able to get planes. It's just like the the town has just okay, shut look, down the base. Look, I'm all I'm all good with them data collecting. You can't just reroute two full planes with, with fuel stops along. It was just. Anyway, so, Wizard of Oz so, has a more plausible plot than than this movie at times. Way more. Way more. So one one thing we, we forgot to mention that comes into play a lot is is Doug uh, will not be separated from his Walkman with his tape and his music. Yeah, yeah. It's a constant throughout the entire Everything show. in this movie has a, has a terrible 80s music bed to it. I uh, remember the soundtrack being a lot better. I do too. Uh, there's a couple Twisted Sisters. I think there's a Stick song in here at one point. Some of it's okay. A lot of it is bad. A, yeah, a lot yeah, of it's just the, the crappy 80s music you didn't want to hold up. And, and I actually, by the way, that is a note I wrote. Can they do anything in this movie without a music bed? Because um, no. other than the opening fight scene, everything has some 80s music behind everything. it. Everything. Um, when they're, there's there's like, they pretty much play all of Proud Mary by Tina Turner. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like they the do that. Uh, 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 Road of the Gypsy, I think it's played no less than three times in this movie. It gets so much use. Um, hey, they paid for those rights. They did. They uh, we Didn't we say that in uh, The Wraith, right? If you're oh. going to pay for it, I'm going to use it. <laughs> yep. So so anyway, he goes well, to I I think I think we can speed ahead to basically they decide to go yes to fake Middle Eastern country. Right. And their plan is like we're just going to mow everybody down until they give us my dad back. Now, were you with me on this? They're very much like, oh, how could they take an American life? We're going to oh go my. over there and we're going to bomb them. And then they laugh joyously, to which that's when I that's okay. when I wrote down, oh, okay, American lives are more important than anybody else's. Wink to the oh. wink, wink. Take, take <laughs> a drink every time somebody says something either. Okay, if you, if you don't want to die, just drink when someone says something overtly racist. <laughs> if you want to die, drink anytime anyone says something that's clearly veiled racism, <laughs> and you're going to die. This no, no. movie is insane. I'm surprised they're not just dropping horrible, like, racially insensitive like, slurs I'm not, you know what's, left and right. You know what's movie. funny? I don't remember a lot of that in movies in general. I will say this. This is a movie where you could watch... And then, like you said, drink if there's anything vaguely racist. But right afterward, you got to say, America, America, because <laughs> it was. In, <laughs> yeah. You, you want to talk about propaganda? Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Again, another reason I am fearful for watching Top Gun, because Top they Gun. also go after a nondescript uh, Middle Eastern country. <laughs> Middle Eastern country. <laughs> yes. So anyway, um, they get the plans. There's a very long scene. This this is where the heart-to-heart stock. At one point, there it's an eight-minute heart-to-heart. Uh, Doug goes uh, to Chappie's house before they're going to take off for uh, Libyk, Axtamistan. And they have, like, this long, drawn-out, oh, this is blah, 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 and this is why you got to blah, blah, blah. you got to take everything seriously and be a man. And, and just, like... Oh my God! When did this turn into steel magnolias with planes? It just it gets again, so again, boring. Different scene. It's a different movie. It is it's a different, different movie. It gets so boring at this part, and then there's just a long flight, and and then eventually they get to uh, Kazakhstan, and they get to Durka Durka Muhammad. <laughs> Durka Durka. <laughs> Team America World Police. Durka Durka. All, all I could, all I could hear. 
all I could hear when I watched this movie was the Team America theme song, you know, America. America! F yeah! Come to your country to bring your freedom, yeah! All I could hear when this movie, he's dropping bombs on people, like lots of them, and he's all like, yeah! Like the music's all behind him, and it's crazy. Yes. I and 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 uh, yeah, you're, you're gonna be beeping a lot of that out. That's okay. Man, that it's it's song? worth it. You know, uh, we're a more mature podcast now. So, uh, <laughs> can we can we can, can we can we sing the whole song? <laughs> I don't know all the words. I know enough to get by. There's there's a, there's a line in that that literally says, "Lick my butt and suck on my balls." <laughs> That's <laughs> That is, that is verbatim. I'm not changing oh any lyrics. Oh, my God. It's, uh, that's a great movie. <laughs> that movie's awesome. Don't watch the unedited. There's things you can't unsee with puppets. But Oh, man. Anyway, it, it, they go out, and, and and then I maybe I missed this during the planning stage. Um, they finally get to Middle Eastern wherever, and yep. they start attacking an air base, which doesn't seem to be close to where his dad is and really doesn't make any sense why they attack it. If they said it, I missed it. I don't know why I, they attacked that first base. I, I just assumed it was they wanted to take out um, uh, their the air support. Okay, that that's, that's possible. That's the only thing I could think of is like their plan was like, okay, we're going to fly in, take out their planes yep. so they can't scramble to get to us. Okay, that makes sense. And, but but again, I don't. I'm with you. I don't think that was stated. <laughs> I don't think it was either. I mean, they started throwing around a lot of jargon during the planning. Oh, stages, if you like so. if you like jargon, you're gonna love this movie. Yeah. Um. So as they're going around, they're fighting these. Uh, they're fighting these things. Even as they're fl- by the way, as they're flying to this Middle Eastern country, there's yet another heart. Another to heart. heart to heart. Yeah. Is insane. Yeah. Um. Then they get there. I will say. I do like the dog fights. Yeah, they're using stock footage. I'm gonna almost guarantee Top Gun does too. I mean, it's. Um, I know well, they had military I mean, backing, but I can't imagine any of these films are ever gonna actually film twenty hours of planes flying to cut it into twelve minutes of film. Um, I, the the amount that they had to pay to get the footage that they did is probably the majority of the budget for yeah. these movies. I can't imagine that it's cheap. Yeah. They get into a dogfight. It's pr- I, I, again, I kind of liked it. Um, they go back hey, and you forth. You know what? I think I think my safe space is in a uh, F sixteen dropping bombs on, on a nondescript, nondescript Middle Eastern country. country. <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah. So I think I think I figured it out. My, my safe space is literally committing war atrocities. Okay, that's, okay. that's my safe right, space. Right, right. I'm, I'm feeling safe now. So they're bombing all these places. They're taking out planes. They they, they fight a couple MIGs. Um, what ends up happening is Chappie's plane gets hit um, by a a, a lar- I think it's like a fifty cal um, gun on, on the ground. He gets hit. He takes out a MIG, um, and then his plane eventually goes down over the Mediterranean. Uh, we have a a Chappie scream from Doug, uh, which was. Very cheesy. And then, I don't know if you've seen this show. I started laughing so hard to myself. I, uh, Willow, who you all know, is not with us. Uh, she, <laughs> She's alive. Uh, but, oh, yeah, I was about to say, this but, show just took a turn. Uh, she's visiting family, but I immediately texted her this line. I'm watching Iron Eagle. Guy dies. The next thing is, you let me die in a dogfight. Here's your tape. <laughs> a la 13 Reasons Why. And I was like, Chappie, Chappie made a tape for he's, Doug. He's 13 Reasons Whying you back in 86. <laughs> Doug, Middle Eastern terrorists have taken me out, and I'm never going to get to see my cat. Here's your tape. Come on, Greg. It's fun. It's like it's, no, I, it's like, I, it's like I, 80s I, I Italian also- Pope. I also love how Louis Gossett Jr. put in like pauses to see like like he no, wasn't gonna no, listen no, to no, the no. tape. He trolls him. He goes and whatever you do, don't flip to the other side of the tape. He flips the tape over. Ha! I knew you were gonna flip over. Yeah. He freaking yeah. trolled him. Like yeah. the dude's From flying at F sixteen in enemy territory, and now you think it's a good gag. Great time to joke with people <laughs> when you think the only person they know in the country is dead. <laughs> It's like Ch- Chappie. Chappie rules. I love Chappie. Chappie is now my new hero. Because even in enemy territory, he's willing to F 
with a 17-year-old kid. Do you think do you think if they if they recovered that tape they gave him like uh you know how like you can get like the Congressional Medal of Honor he got like the 4chan badge <laughs> of like the troll face No no no, he, like, no. like for 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 wartime for like outstanding no, no, wartime no, 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 no. trolling he no, no. gets the troll face It's, it's Pepe it's Pepe Le Frog It's Pepe Le Frog <laughs> with an Air Force hat on <laughs> But yeah, I do boy. I do like the idea that it's a 4chan award <laughs> Yeah yeah it's the 4chan award for outstanding trolling during wartime <laughs> Is that a medal it's of honor? Jappy. No, it's the medal of fortune. It's the, it's, it's the highest honor. <laughs> oh my god! You, you oh get a twenty-one lull salute. Ah, oh, oh, the uh, uh, the the Iron Eagle, <laughs> the Iron Eagle page is going to be just crazy. It's yeah, our Iron Eagle. It's huge. Our Iron they Eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big fans. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, I. Look, I would love to really dissect this movie, and Paul, you can feel free to stop me, but he just blows a bunch of crap up, rescues his dad, the head dictator we've seen throughout the whole film decides he's going to get in a plane and engage Doug. Yeah. Doug shoots him down, and then the actual military, the U.S. military shows up, and they escort him back home. And, like, I would love to draw this out, but, like, it's there's nothing to draw out. other than a couple like things where I was like again slapping my forehead like um like I will say this I wish them I wish I'll tell you this I wish the movie had stuck to its guns he's going to land to pick up his dad he's given him all these instructions on how to get his dad he's going down the general has given an order that when the plane touches down kill the kill Doug's father um the American that they're holding and they shoot him and Doug thinks he's dead. I wish the movie had stuck to its guns, kept his dad dead. He flies back up, blows them all up, and then he gets to learn that Lewis Gossett Jr. is alive, as as we'll find out. Yeah, that's surprising no one. That's a great ending to that movie. That That's how you cap a good movie. Instead, it got hokey. Like, I don't know what it takes to prep a plane to fly. You can't just land, get back in, and then... And then drive off, you know, like it's a Greyhound bus. Apparently, you can because America, <laughs> America, right? Uh, he gets into a dog can fight. We, can we? Can we kill him? Um, yeah. Eagle, eagle screeches every time we say America. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna edit in my own voice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that works. Because Greg, you know, I've done this every other time we've ever said this. We've literally always edited in everything. <laughs> you should need. go back and listen to like Bill and Ted's, uh, Back to the Future. Uh, we've done it so many times. Maybe I should. Yeah. Did you want me to put this on audio they can hear, or just keep it in the dog octave? Ooh. Because I've been putting like, it all in the dog octave. Like, like, like they did, like they did in Akira, where they, they yes, sounds yes. that you couldn't hear, but they believe will still affect the person. Yes, if you've listened to this in your house with with a dog, the dog is trying to figure out why every five minutes in the mo- in, in our in our Bill and Ted's there's a because the dog yeah. doesn't know. No, no, dog jokes. They're great. They're killing. They're killing. The yeah. dogs think they're hilarious. We uh. They go through, yes, he saves his father, he gets back home. Um, and wouldn't you know it, the Air Force is just like, better not say anything, let's put you in the Air Force. Okay, one last thing. When they're flying back, he has one more Chappie tape. Oh, that's right. For the father. for your dad. How many tapes did Chappie make? Well, I can only assume he made one for like, okay, if you don't get your dad, play this tape. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you're getting shot down, play this tape. No, um, I mean he had to play, right. He had to make six or seven. Of them. Nope, he made forty, and I'll tell you why. T- I'm going to tell you why because you're right. If he doesn't make it, if he doesn't save his dad, tapes are done, nice and easy. If he makes it, it's like a forty hour flight, or or, or, or what? Like I, I think they said it was like twenty hour flight back yeah. Yeah. to the U.S. Chappie made a tape to fill every minute. Oh man! Of that, at one point he oh, he's man. literally just reciting uh, "Gone with the Wind." Um, yeah. he, he, he's, Sing, he's singing, singing show Brown tunes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to assume that's what Chappie did, right? I I would assume, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we get to the yeah. uh, and then we get to the terrible ending, uh, which another movie that doesn't know how to end itself. Oh no! It just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. It never stops. It should have ended with the tape. It didn't. It should have ended with the court. It didn't. It finally ends on the tarmac with his father arriving. 
the kid looks like he's been home for four days. It's yeah, it's 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 terrible. And so yeah. then everyone gets to reunite. Like, oh, we did it! Ha ha ha! Yay! And then it cuts to awful credits, blue background with yellow credits. Oh, horrible! Did Sweden finance this film? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know why they picked those choices. Hey, you know what would be cool is at the end of the movie, if we could blind our entire audience before they leave the theater. Yeah, let's really mess with their rods and cones. <laughs> right. Well, um, you know what? Do you think they knew Top Gun was coming out and they knew it was a better film? And they were like, well, if we blind everybody with our movie, they can't possibly go back and watch Top Gun. Maybe that was it. Maybe they knew it was coming. I like it. I like it. Well, Paul, we've made it to the end. We was did. this film rad? Ooh, was this film rad? You know, oh, are we doing are we doing body count and stuff first or or, or after? Let's do body count because I'm really curious. Okay, as 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 I normally do, uh, all out of bubblegum.com, our 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 uh, main place for all body counts. Uh, this is how they break it down: confirmed on-screen deaths. Confirmed. I'm gonna confirmed. go like nine. You would be way off. <laughs> oh, okay. They, they say 32 plus untold dozens. <laughs> See, it's the untold dozens I was definitely sure of. 32, he blows, though. He legit blows up an oil field in this movie, an oil refinery. He doesn't tell oh. everyone it got out of the oil refinery. Right. He just blows it up. Right. And it doesn't matter because America. <laughs> well, One American life is worth it. <laughs> All, All of those, yes. It well, doesn't matter. Well, Greg, as we as we know, if you're not American, you're not a person. The, it, it, I, the the paragraph that they wrote on this is fantastic. It's it's just perfect. Where like it like it's really from like a nice satirical like America. I love the eighties. I love America. Yeah. Like Reagan, Reagan, <laughs> yeah, Reagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really it's just. It's just fantastic. I highly recommend you go to All Out of Bo- I'll, I'll post the link. It's uh, very funny. Okay. Uh, the breakdown is great. But there you go. 32. I, I, I Again, because other than the planes, you really don't see anybody dying on screen. Everyone seems to jump out of the way. They blow up a tower with the general and all of his staff. The tower is 20 feet in the air. They see the plane. They go, oh, he's coming right for us. Whoop, 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 whoop go out the yeah. door it explodes like and and it's a giant explosion and then and then you just see him like 80 feet away in the next scene and he's just like not even a sweat not no. e- not even look like he ran i was like ah so i thought 32 would be way too high um i, I would have gone and, and by the way i would have gone with untold hundreds i i think untold dozens is uh <laughs> is lowballing low it yeah uh Okay, so getting into was, uh, is this film rad? Man, it's not that it's not rad. It's just not fun. It's just, it was boring. I I mean, it was very slow. It's a long movie. It's an hour and 51 minutes. It's so long. Super long. Um, I think there are parts of it that are really fun and good. I, I just think that, I think they kind of took everything that was in the script and put it on screen. There was very little editing. There was very little collapsing of the story. I'm not saying cut out like 80 minutes of it, but there's definitely a lot of condensing that they could have done to make this a tighter movie and make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the acting is good. I really do. I think the kid who plays Doug, he, sell, he sells it for me. He doesn't come across too hokey or stupid. Um, Luke Gossett Jr., we both agree he's in a different movie anyway. Um, he's goose and top gun at, at this point is what I have to believe. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, it's not rad, but again, it's just cause it's not a, it's just not a fun movie. Uh, how about yeah. for you, Greg? No, 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 this movie is not rad. It is, it is a, an absolute great snapshot of, of the eighties and the sort of propaganda that they were just pumping out, man. I totally it was, agree. It was all about America, America, America. We can't let anybody do anything to us. We can do whatever we want with impunity because we have the bombs. It's just, it, you know, technological superiority. It was just, it's crazy. Um, I agree. Acting in it is fine. It's not like a badly made movie. It's just so ludicrously pro-America 
to kind of a frightening degree that no, no, it is no longer rad. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. As far as the propaganda stuff goes, I mean, it, it, it's actually funny. This movie um, starts out with, I thought they were watching, and I kid you not, I thought they were watching Missing in Action. Oh, wow. Or no, um, Delta Force. I thought Delta they were Force, watching yeah, Delta yeah, Force yeah. because it opens up with them talking about the plane being captured by Libyans. And I'm like, oh, true. I know that story. That was in, they must be watching a movie and then they're going to go into their own story. And no, it was a real story. I, I don't know if it's an actual real story. I haven't, I should, no, no, should I, know, prob- I, know, I know. should probably look that up. But I, I, like, so this movie definitely was like trying to keep churning that kind of idea out. Um, it's just, it didn't hold up. I think in the eighties, I bet it, it, it did very well. It did do very well. It was number one. So it was number one for at least one weekend. So that's it. Um, so we've come that, to the that end that of brings us to a little segment. We almost never do Oh, called letters letters. We got a letter, not a literal letter, a digital letter. Oh, fantastic. All right, so this is courtesy of uh, Steve from Twitter uh, over at at Terse Tale. Uh, he interacts with us pretty regularly over there. Sweet. And uh, he just straight up said, hey, hey, at this was rad. Please do Stranger Things. Seriously, please. Uh, okay, well. Uh, so I and I, I replied that I wouldn't be surprised if in the month of October you and I maybe cover the first season to get ready for the second season i am a hundred percent down with that i think so there you go steve you got it you have asked and you shall receive uh keep an eye out in october and we'll do a couple of bonus episodes based on maybe do a couple episodes uh, like two episodes per bonus episode we'll we'll, we'll work out how we want to do it because it's what eight or ten episodes i mean there's a lot to digest so we'll we'll figure it out um but yes, I, I am a hundred percent down with that. I am very much into that. Uh, I'm going to give another shout out to another '80s uh, show on Netflix. Uh, I think you've been watching. Uh, I know a, a friend of ours was commenting on it. Glow, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which is oh, '80s based. Fantastic, uh, fantastic. Show. Not as '80s driven as Stranger Things, but uh, a great show. Watch the documentary. Uh, that is yes. super '80s, and it's very also, very good. Also on Netflix. Yes. Um, So that's our TV time. Uh, (laughs) This was rad. Now, you asked me to come up with the five biggest, I believe, surprises of all the movies that we've watched so far and the five biggest disappointments. Yes. So I actually did that. I I thought you would. Yeah. I'm guessing you didn't. I remember just now. When you said when you said you asked me and I was like, ah, oh, he's gonna bring up the list. <laughs> so here we go. I'll do my list and you can do yours next week. Okay. All right. So uh, I'll start. I'll start with best. So uh, in kind of no particular order, these are the movies that kind of surprised me with how well they held up. So you'll find a bunch of things aren't on here uh, that that you might be a little confused, and I'll explain. So like RoboCop, Blade Runner. The Thing, none of these movies are on here because I knew those movies were fantastic and they have not changed. They are still amazing. Uh, which falls right into, right, what was surprises, not right. givens. And yep. so, so movies that surprised me with how well they held up. Uh, these are in no particular order. Uh, Big, I was very surprised how well Big held up. I did not expect it to. Mm-hmm. And it was just a solid, great movie. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, I like more now, I think, than I did when I was a kid. Uh, really shocked really shocked how good that was back to the future it is such a good film (laughs) like it 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 hasn't had anything taken away from it and i'm shocked i really expected there to be like ah no you know what there are these scenes and i didn't like nope nope they were just it it is just such a tight well-made film uh, it's so good i'll interrupt you uh, you know that was probably going to be on my list of surprises well because it's the one I keep going to as the best movie we've done for me. I love, by the way, I watched it again. I mean, I it's so I just loved that movie. I was blown away. Um, it was just so good. So um, that's really, uh, I'm writing yours down So to see what I come up with because uh, you've um, already. E- 
E.T., uh, The Extraterrestrial and His Adventures on Earth, is, is of course, another one that I was just amazing, amazing film. Still good. I mean, just, just, Steven Spielberg is such a good filmmaker. Uh -huh. He is... Definitely. It's, it, it's it's so easy to take for granted and stuff, but you look at the stuff he was doing in the 80s, it is so, so good. It is so good. Uh, and the last one that I actually like more now than I did uh, when I saw it originally was Akira, the, the sort of cyberpunk masterpiece. I was amazed at how well that looks. Yeah. For something that was for something that was made that was drawn by hand in the eighties, it looks phenomenal. Okay, and, and so good. I can edit this part that I'm about to say out. You did say Akira was not rad. It's not rad, but it it is so okay. 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 Good. So you're okay. I'm clarifying because I know you said it wasn't rad. I, I'll I admit the animation was was spectacular. Uh, story leaves something to desire, but. Um, the animation was um, very, very well it's, done. It is, it is a phenomenal film. It is so great. And if, and if I did not say it was rad, that's that's fine. But it's so, I, I'll tell so you, good. Something that I, I I brought up way at the beginning that we've never done is rad regrets. What's something that you said wasn't rad or was rad that you would go Akira back and change? might be one that That's, I, would, that uh, I would switch. I, I was shocked when you said it wasn't. I was really, really surprised. Because well, you were, it's, it's I. I have a very narrow window for what I think rad is. You do, yes. And 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 so like like for instance, I think I said Big was rad, and I probably shouldn't have, even though that movie's amazing. Yep, yep. it's not. Really I would agree. Rad. So you know, there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. totally. Yeah, just. But yeah, yeah. Just a. I'll a, edit it out like, so it sounds like you were awesome about Akira, and you'll. I'll make you look good, Greg. Don't even worry about it. Thank you. But yeah, just just a a, a cyberpunk masterpiece. So good. okay. So here we go. The, the things that people probably care more about is disappointing, and again, I'm going to go in no particular order. I'm going to start with number one, Krull. Man, did I love that movie as a kid. That's going to be on my it's list, too. It's a mess. Yeah, I, it is I, a mess. I, already on my list. That we were, we were jonesing to do that movie first. That was oh, that was like, what, RoboCop and that one were like the first two on our they list. They were the first couple we talked about. And, and holy moly, was terrible. that a hot terrible. mess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Man. Man, did I think that was a better movie. <laughs> it's not good. Yep. It is not. It is not a good film. It's just, I was blown away. Uh, another one that might surprise a lot of people, Batman. Oh, my God. I thought that movie was way better. Way better. I was so disappointed with Batman. Wow, really? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know what? I don't... Every Tim Burton movie we've done, I have just been like, what the hell was I thinking? Why did I like this movie? Uh, Tim Burton has been a tough one to go back and rewatch. Batman, I won't defend it again. I think I did on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, Batman's just a personal love of mine, so. Well, see, and that that's why I didn't pick Beetlejuice, because I was never a giant fan of Beetlejuice. I yeah, liked it. I, I but Same like, thing. Batman, I loved, yes, loved, yes. loved as a kid. And I watch it now, and I'm just like, Tim Burton doesn't understand anything. About <laughs> he doesn't get this at all. Um, another one that I was really surprised about was The Shining. Man, that movie's long. <laughs> With a lot of screeching. A lot of horrible pointlessly, screeching. Pointlessly long. Yes, pointlessly I completely long. agree. I think, I think I said this before. There's like a good 90-minute movie in there, and it's like two and a half hours long. It's insane. Uh, 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 totally, I really totally think, I really, I totally outrageous. believe this. I think the reason I like that movie so much is I saw it on TV when it was edited down to about 90 minutes. You know, that is a fantastic point. Up until we watched it for this, that was a movie where I don't think I had sat down minute to minute the whole movie. Ever. I'm, I'm with you. Um, and I, 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 I must have at some point rented it. I must have. But like I like the stuff that I all remember, it's there are there are chunks of genius in that movie. I told absolute genius in that movie. When, when he yep, when he's stalking her up the stairs. It's got to be one of my favorite scenes in cinema. Oh, it's so good. It, it's it's, so good. it's amazing. And then you're totally right. It, it's 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 like he had a fishbowl full of sh crap, and then he plucked down a couple diamonds, and he said, "Here's the shining." Yeah. yeah. And uh, the big the the probably the biggest disappointment was for me was heavy metal. Man, I still like heavy metal. I like it, but it's I mean it it, it does not hold up. It just doesn't. It's yeah. it's a if you're into animation like I am, especially like weird 
kind of fringe animation. You can't do much better in the 80s than heavy metal. Uh, there were a few movies that I've been trying to get Paul to do that he's been kind of balking on, like Rock and Rule, which is a really <laughs> weird one. Um, you know, you know, a bunch of boxy films we haven't done. A what? Like, uh, like Fire and Ice. Um, oh, Fire but, and Ice I would do. I remember that one. Ralph, Ralph, Ralph Bakshi. Wizards is probably the big one, but I think that's like 79. I, I remember Fire and Ice, for sure. But but fire. He did he did Fritz the Cat. He did, he oh, did a lot of. Adult I love Fritz animation. the Cat. See, I like on. those. That's a seventies one. That's I was for gonna sure. say those are both seventies. Okay, uh, I didn't I didn't know who the anyway. filmmaker was, but I Ralph, do know, I do Bakshi. know his stuff. I do know yeah. his stuff. Yeah, Fire and Ice is also a lot of a lot of Frank Frazetta in that. So I'm kind of like, oh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna really be I'm gonna be really bummed out if we don't like Fire and Ice. <laughs> but there, yeah, there we go. So those are those are kind of my my five biggest surprises and my five biggest disappointments, kind of regardless of how I called them, rad or not. Okay. Um, well, I know. I told you to come up with the list, and then I totally blanked on it. So uh, as far as time-wise goes, that's okay. I will come up with mine for next week. Uh, so a little uh, a little teaser, a little uh, a little palette. Just a little, uh, a little boosh. Uh, yeah, a little, little touch on the palette just to get the people uh, enticed for next week. I will have my five surprises and disappointments. I can tell you right now. At least on your list, one of your surprises, I'll just say it right now, BT, Back to the Future for sure, um, is on my surprises. I didn't think it was going to hold up. Um, as far as disappointments go, Crawl is already on my list. I mean, it's just, yeah, we, we are both very much in agreement. That movie sh- should have been way better. Should have been way better, and it was just, it's just horrible. But I will come up with the rest of them uh, for next week. Uh, so we've come to the end of the episode. That means we got to go ahead and thank our... Ever faithful patron, Mr. Bibbs, uh, for contributing to this podcast as always. Uh, you are super you are huge. The best. Uh, he, he's constant contributor on Facebook for us, um, both commentary and, and pictorially. Um, he does not send us nude photos of himself, just he posts funny photos. Thought I'd clarify. That's that's important in this <laughs> day of a, an age where you don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we, of course, thank you, Mr. Bibbs, as always. Uh, if you'd like to be a patron of this fine podcast because you enjoy it and uh, you want to hear us do things like Stranger Things uh, and, and other such uh, bonus. Uh, oh, we have another special bonus to, we'll announce right at the end as well. Um, but more importantly, go to uh, this was rad. Face, uh, this was rad.podbean.com to become a patron. That's our page. You can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun places. Um, and that's about it. Anything, uh, anything additional that you want to bring up there, Greg? Yeah, just as always, uh, we're part of the Podtron network. So please go visit all the other Podtron, uh, great podcasts, uh, that we have. We are a small network, but we are uh, really, really solid. We all have, uh, we might be small, but we make up for it with quality work. I totally agree. Yes. I would agree with that. I, I, I've been trying to listen, like I said, um, uh, VHS Bandits has been the one I've been listening to more. Uh, there's a few others on there. Um, so definitely check out those. Definitely check out. I mean, we, we, we try to retweet each other a lot, but uh, CNC Geekcast, I think you should definitely listen to if you're not. I agree. I totally agree with that. Uh, okay. So uh, first, huge announcement. Um, not this uh, not this Sunday, next Sunday. So Ooh, can we do can we do a Sunday 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 thing? Can we do that? Can we do that? Uh, we, we can, can we drop that in. Yeah, we, we can we can do a Sunday 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 for sure. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, so Sunday the 29th is when it's going to be. We are going to have. Uh, it's a very special Uber special episode. Uh, what we did is we did sleepaway camp, and what we did is we did a live commentary of the film a la mst3k or riff tracks or or, uh, or rogue riffers rogue riffers stole their format yeah so thanks guys uh, uh <laughs> it's only this once though i promise we're not trying to ape your show your show's great our show is not <sighs> like your show nor do i think paul and i have the stamina to actually watch movies together and make fun of them constantly i don't i just don't think we have that in us that i'd like to do it again of- though I'd like to I do think, it again. I think the, depending how this one goes over, I am all for the occasional thing. Uh, but more importantly, uh, I, I think you're going to, everyone's going to really love this because it's also the official last episode 
that you will hear Willow's voice. Uh, if you've been listening from the very beginning, you know who Willow is. Uh, she was my daughter. She was a part of the show. Um, unfortunately, it's tough to wrangle a teenager, so she is. Un- unfortunately, she's moved on. Uh, she's got her own podcast now, doing great numbers. Completely blows us out of the water. I'm very jealous. No, she doesn't have the patience for to do that either. Uh, <laughs> she she did riff Sleepaway Camp with us though. Um, so if you like Willow and you want to hear her voice one more time, uh, I'm talking to you, Mr. Bibbs, you can listen to that. Uh, if you want to watch, uh, so basically what we did is we riffed the movie while watching the movie. If you want to listen to that along with the movie, um, if you go to Amazon, you can sign up for a seven day free trial for stars is the one that had it. I think it was, but I mean, I, I think if you have the DVD, it'll probably work too. Oh yeah, no, no, it will definitely work for the DVD. Um, if you have, if you have it on DVD or VHS, I bet too. Um, but yes, you can line it up. We give you the, the signal that should be all edited and ready to go in two weeks, uh, for you guys. So a little bonus content and then we'll start working on the, the stranger things, uh, for October. Uh, but for now, what is our next movie, Greg? Well, sadly we, uh, we had a, a luminary pass away, uh, recently. George Romero, uh, passed away very recently and we figured, Hey, let's do creep show. Stephen King, George Romero, team up. Um, you know, perfect, perfect time, I guess. Why no time like the present? It, it, so it, it just happened to be next on our list at this moment, and it just—that's kismet. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to watch this because if we start putting movies on and people are dying, we need to switch our movie list. <laughs> wait, wait, didn't didn't that happen with? Uh, that's happened like two or three times. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, we are watching movies from the '80s, so I guess it's not that weird. Yeah, but, you but, know what does piss me off though is after every time we watch a movie that I've had to rent from Amazon, it's on freaking Netflix the next month for free. I've, I've, yeah. Have you noticed you know, that too? Yeah, I have. And in fact, I, the, the other day I was incredibly happy. I wanted to watch rounders and it was actually on Netflix. And I was just like, Oh, I cannot remember the last time I said, I'd like to just randomly watch a movie and it's available for, for, for free a on a streaming platform that I pay for every month. What a world. <laughs> Wait a second. With, with Matt Damon and the card sharks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a that's a that's a solid, solid film. That is I, a, I, a very well made, uh, very fun film. It's probably the best poker film ever made. I haven't oh come on, really? Kenny Rogers? The gambler? <laughs> the gambler, sorry. Which by the way, eighties movie. We could do it. If only for the soundtrack. <laughs> so it's one song on repeat for ninety. <laughs> that's that's the end of the show. I am Paul. I'm Greg. Bye-bye. Podtron. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook. We gotta know when to hold on.